and welcome to 2023 and season four of Penny Chattables. I can't believe that we're up to season four. It's so exciting. And some of the topics that we have covered over the previous three seasons and what we will this year is just really awesome stuff that's going to help you, whether you're a Penny Group um, a customer or client or, or not. But there's really interesting stuff here that's going to help you no matter what. And what better way to get started than doing a deep dive into commercial law Now, I know what you're thinking, but I promise it's going to be absolutely fantastic and we're going to be finding out how fantastic it is as I introduce to you Gabrielle Anderson, the Senior Lawyer at Canny Legal. Now, Gabby, welcome. (laughs) Hi, Roxy. Lovely to meet you. (laughs) Now, you too. Now, we haven't actually met in person because you've you've been with Canny, well, about six months now, five or six months, but um, with Christmas and everything, we haven't had a chance to to catch up until now. So I'm super excited um, to find out a bit about you and also to find out a bit about your specialty area. But before we do this, um, like, let's just so let's talk about you. You before you came on board with Canny, you were a you ran your own business. You're a, a mum, a lawyer, doing your own thing. How on earth did you manage all of that? <laughs> and I'm hoping that it's a lot easier now that you're surrounded by the Canny family. Oh, definitely. That's been one of the draw cards. I think um, being on my own freelancing was a great way to, you know, develop my skills and keep my head in the game while I was having my babies. But um, I definitely was very excited about being part of a team again. And um, yeah, having that, you know, additional contact with people and being able to meet with clients and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's been a really exciting change for me. Although yes, very busy. What I love about the fact that you've actually done this and you've, you know, run your own business is that when you're working with clients now, you will have a better understanding of some of the things that they're dealing with. Yeah, absolutely. I think that was um, really what what I sort of love about this job is that I have been a small business owner myself. So I sort of understand, um, you know, the complexities or the things that you really need to be thinking about um, and and that often you have best intentions of wanting to get to certain things, but you're, um, yeah, you, you might not always do things the way that you've wanted from the beginning. So I totally understand that. But um, yeah, yeah. So it's sort of it's given me a completely different perspective, and also a different perspective on being a lawyer because working on my own after having worked in law firms for quite a while, I um I all of a sudden was you know having to make sure that my work was I didn't have anyone to review it. It was just me on paper, and um having to sort of take that ownership of things really made me, I think, strengthened my skills and made me um, a better lawyer as a result, I think. Absolutely. I love that. Now, um, you know, I've been uh, part of the Canny family for a long time now. Um, I actually wonder whether I should change my name to Roxy Bennett slash Canny because, <laughs> you know, part of the family. But um, you know, I've seen the company grow from what was essentially, uh, ostensibly a um, 
uh, an accounting firm, but grow into advisory and now legal. And initially to step into legal was, uh, you know, like a fairly small step, but now it seems like the legal department's really growing and is really such a strong um, pillar of the Canny Group. Yeah, yeah, I think so. We've got a great team here and it just really meshes so well with um, the other areas. I think, you know, for me, looking at what, uh, from a client's perspective, being able to go to the one place, get your, you know, um, tax up to date, make sure you've got your wills in order, um, do any sort of um, succession planning that you need to do with your business. It's really like, um, of employment agreements for your workers like that this for a small business owner efficiency is key and and also yeah just being able to go to the one set of people have them really understand your business needs and service all areas of it plus also your personal um, things which often get left by the wayside um, yeah I just think it's such a brilliant concept and something that really attracted me to working here. You know, it's interesting that you say that, um, Gabrielle, because, I, you know, the, the idea of particularly being a business owner myself, um, you often focus everything in on the business but forget the personal side of things. And you're absolutely right about the fact that having um, the canny group kind of as your, they're almost, they almost are your your in almost your in-house lawyers, your in-house accountants, your in-house mm. advisors, and there you don't need any other service because they will take care of all of that. But I know for a fact they always, always are highly interested in um, you know how you're travelling personally how you're traveling and how you're coping and how you're managing yeah. from a personal perspective. And that is that's a very different thing. Yeah, I really love that about um, what, you know, the client, get really getting to know the clients here, it seems like something that um, particularly Chris and Mandy focus on and the rest of us as well. It's not just about, you know, come in and we'll quickly do this for you. It's really, yeah, um, checking in with people, making sure they're okay, thinking of other things they might need before they've sort of need, like thought of it themselves. And I think for when you're a, a small business owner, that is just, that reassurance and knowing that you've got that support when otherwise you are often on your own trying to navigate things is um, really brilliant. And that's sort of the service I try to provide as well is, um, you know, you might not even realise that there's a legal issue or there might be just a very simple question that you've got about like new regulations coming in that affect your business. And I really want to um, be able to help people navigate that sort of thing as well myself. Um, so that's sort of what I'm trying to add into the team as well. Yeah, absolutely awesome. Um, now, okay, commercial law, that's your <laughs> shtick. That's your area. Um, I don't want to sound rude because I'm sure it's fascinating, but uh, it's sort of, I think, commercial <laughs> law and I just go, oh, my God, <laughs> my eyes glaze over. But tell us, what is commercial law and how is it how is it important for business? Well, it's such a broad umbrella, commercial law. I think it's, it's different to other areas where it's so obvious when you say the title, you know, family law, criminal law, that you know exactly what that involves. Um, commercial law is basically anything um, for a business. So it's um, preparing agreements um, for between, you know, suppliers, contractors, um, that sort of thing. It's employment law as well. 
Um, so yeah, employment agreements, but then also for individuals, advice on their employment agreements or if they've got an issue with their employer or businesses, um, you know, ensuring that they're, they're maintaining their responsibilities under the employment law. There's, um, intellectual property is another area that I work within. So if you've created um, you know, or invented something, having a, a trademark or a patent um, application prepared. Um, we've also do consumer law advice. So, um, yeah, making sure your terms and conditions for your services or products are, um, you know, in compliant with the consumer law, that you're not sort of taking away consumer rights you shouldn't be um, or making warranties that you shouldn't be. Um, so, yeah, all that sort of pre preparing those, any kind of documentation that you think, you know, will protect you or, or that, that you might not have even really thought of yet. It's sort of once we get to know your business, we can really suggest some things that might be useful. Um, yeah, so it's such a, that's why I love, I love working in this area. I'm, I'm constantly coming up against things that I haven't, um, you know, that, that are new to me, but then also there's consistency in the work that I do as well. So, yeah, it's a really, I find, interesting area, but well, it's basically just anything involved with the business. Well, you might have converted me, Gabrielle. Like, <laughs> um, you know, like it actually sounds really interesting and you're absolutely right. Like that covers everything that you would need from a legal perspective in your business to ensure that you're a well-oiled machine for one, but also that you are protected. And that's, I think, one of the biggest um, fears a lot of people within their own business have is that they might be open to, um, you know, open to to any kind of circumstance mm. um, or mishap that might then close their business down. Like, do you have any any examples of, of that? Like some things that might have happened to clients like that? Yeah, absolutely, unfortunately. I mean, I think everyone, especially with a startup, everyone comes to the table with, you know, the best of intentions, great relationships that they're forming, and often, you know, thinking about having a an a contractor agreement or um, supply agreement or anything like that just falls away because people just think, oh, you know, we're, we're, we're all on the same page. We know what's going to happen here. Um, and it's it's really unfortunate because just putting that time in in the beginning makes sure that everyone knows where they stand, what their duties are, um, and, yeah, what the actual, you know, project might be. It's just such a broad thing. But Having, having that thought put into it at the beginning, while it can seem like something you might not need to do right now or you might not have the money for right now, can really save money down the track. And my background before going into commercial law, I spent about seven years as a litigator. So I also have that unique perspective in that I, um, yeah, have really seen things go wrong. Very or people might have even, um, with the best of intentions, used a really simple agreement that didn't suit what they were actually doing. And so, yes, the the, the amount of money and agony and personal costs that um, can result from not having, um, yeah, these proper agreements in place is really, you know, it's so avoidable. And, yeah, something that I would highly recommend that small business owners really put some thought into. 
Look, you know, it's interesting, isn't it? It's In a way, it's a little bit like insurance when you think about it. You're insuring mm. against something really catastrophic happening that mm-hmm. could close your business. But also if you're particularly if you're a startup or or just a small operator, you could lose like lose your house. You could lose your, all your assets. You could lose everything um, by one thing that that you know if you don't have the knowledge and the skills yourself, and let's face it, who does? Well you do actually, Gabrielle, mm-hmm. that's the whole point. But <laughs> we don't, like I don't. So, so by by doing it, you're, it's it really is insuring against um, a worst case scenario. But the other thing too that I that has just sort of struck me when you've been talking about that is that it's also going to give you so much more confidence in what you're doing. You know, as a business, it's and something that you then do not have to worry about because you know you've got everything in place. Yeah, absolutely. And it's also, um, it, I think, making sure that everyone knows from the outset what they're doing is really important. It makes people have those conversations that they might not have otherwise had, particularly if you're talking about like an independent contractor arrangement or somebody that you're working, that you're in partnership with for a particular project, like a joint venture or something like that. Um, And then also with employees, it's a really important thing because um, they might have completely different expectations about the role or, um, you know, think that they're, I don't know, just simple things like work hours or, or what things that will cause issues down the track that you might have to sort of say to them, listen, this is in your agreement. This is something that you agreed to at the beginning. And it's just much easier to have those conversations when they've already signed that document. Um, Yeah. And same with, you know, customers. Um, it, It can actually improve the service that you're providing when people know what they're getting and they're not under any um, misapprehensions about what they or, or or feel at some point like they haven't been provided with what they thought, particularly if it's a service rather than a product, because with a service you might think you're being really clear about what you're providing, but the customer might think it's something completely different, and that's just going to cause anxiety for both of you if it doesn't turn out the way that either of you kind of envisaged. Look, and that's really interesting, isn't it? I've actually been in a situation where um, I assumed one thing, the client assumed something else, and I had to just let it go. And it meant, you know, it was mm. I had to take a, quite a financial hit from it because ultimately it was mm. the best thing that I had to do from the reputation of my business. But um, I, I, it was. It made me realise that I needed to be very clear mm-hmm. um, with with what I was providing and what they were expecting. But all too often we are sort of like, oh, okay, yeah, we can do that, and you know. Yeah. That's, but but if you've actually got an agreement, a legally binding agreement that states everything very clearly, that makes would would have made all the difference. And in fact, the money I lost on that um, would have been. <laughs> double maybe three times what I would have paid maybe. to have gotten you to to do it for me absolutely and especially if you're um, providing a service for similar clients you only need the one agreement it's not like every single time you're going to have to look into this once you've got good documents in place you can be tailoring them to different situations so yeah it's definitely something worth investing in 
Yeah. Um, and, you know, something else that just occurred to me as well, you mentioned earlier that you cover off on things like IP law and you yeah. know, intellectual property, because there's another thing that could be very confusing from an employee-employer relationship. Mm. You might be working with somebody and they're, they're helping you develop um, something, like in a startup particularly, you would see this, but they're helping you develop something unique they there might be a question about who owns that intellectual property mm. uh, I mean and that's that really needs to be spelled out absolutely it's really important in um, particular professions and I even recently reviewed an employment agreement for somebody where within that they were they had um, the employer had prepared the agreement and it um, had very very um, onerous IP, well, they were, they were basically assigning their IP to that employer for anything that they created, even outside the employment relationship. It was a very, very broad clause. Um, and so that was, it was really interesting because it was somebody who's just come to me to say, you know, can you look at this employment agreement? And when I raised that issue with them and said, you know, is, is IP going to be a big part of this role for you? And is it something that you are prepared to, sign over to them and they were like no that's definitely not what my expectation was so um yeah so it can come up in all all sorts of ways and um yeah definitely something that I focus on when I'm reviewing things yeah look uh, I think I know and again and you would know this too running a small business you've always got you know, this cost, that cost, and you're like trying to limit your your, your spend to ensure that you know your business is going to do well or make make money or even pay your bills, but I think that when you look at it, um, it's almost like if you think accounting and legal, the, and and insurance, they're they're kind of the three no brainers, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely, and I totally understand you know people being put off. I think we, unfortunately, lawyers have a reputation for charging extremely high fees, and that's something I've never been comfortable with. Um, but I, I think, yeah, and I and it's also unfortunate that sometimes you don't always get what you pay for when it comes to legal fees. But I really try to focus on that and um, and really provide a, a value with my service. I don't. I know that sometimes these things can look really expensive, but I hope I always hope with my clients that what they're receiving, that they feel there was real value in doing that. And yeah, that's something that I really, really focus on in providing my service. Well, I actually love the fact you even pointed out that you don't need an agreement for every single client. You just probably need one that can be yeah. more to suit because that's actually doing you out of business well not you know but, <laughs> but that's that is and you know to be honest I think anybody who deals with the canny group and one of the reasons why I just love them and love putting my name to their services is that that is exactly what they do with every one of their clients in every area of the business they actually look at ways that they can save you money and help your business thrive. Mm. So when you say you don't want to, you know, a charge for things that aren't necessary, that, that's what that's all about. It's like let's yeah. just give you exactly what you need the most efficient way we can because and I think, and, you know, if you talk to, you know, the directors of the Caddy Group, I think they would say this, the, the best thing they want is for your business to be a success. Yeah, absolutely. Ultimately, that makes us all a success. 
Yeah, that's so true. And it's something that I've always, that's always been my mentality. So that's why I was so happy to work here and be a part of that, you know, everyone here feeling exactly the same way. It's not um, a money grab or anything situation uh, that that I've seen um, at, in some places or experienced myself personally. It's really, um, we're very client focused and I, I just really love that. It's about support and value. Yeah, and see, we love that too, Gabrielle, because it means that um, as a business, the Canny Group attracts people like you who have very similar values and care about clients in the way that they do. And that means that we've got a great team at the Canny Group. And it's so wonderful that, you know, you've come on board as one of our senior lawyers. Look at me as one of our senior lawyers. (laughs) You would think I was a director. Well, I'm not. (laughs) Now, once you're in the family though that's it Um, you know as one of the senior lawyers at the canny group I think that you know you you're just such a wonderful addition I'm so pleased that we got to spend this time together and find out a bit more about commercial law which look I said that and my eyes didn't glaze over look now people can obviously make an appointment with you or anyone in canny legal and they will be looked at after but also don't forget accounting and financial advice and it's it really is the one-stop shop and I know that the whole team look at a very holistic way of um, I don't know wrapping their arms around uh, small businesses in particular and giving them the best opportunity to be the success that they deserve to be so it's just been a joy chatting. Oh thank you so much for having me Roxy it's been a pleasure. Well, we'll chat again, uh, Gabrielle, and and find some more fascinating deep dives into um, your area. Um, It's been a joy. That has been our first episode of Canny Chattables for 2023, season four. We will catch you again really soon. And please look at the show notes to find out all the details of getting in touch with Gabrielle and the team at the Canny Group.